Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Nakama Podcast. I'm your host, Cruz, and I'm here joined with my other regular co-hosts, Peralta. Hello. And Sal. I guess. I introed you last because I wanted to switch it up and throw Peralta in the middle. Like I'm okay with that. <laughs> but today, uh, we did get back from Crunchyroll. They did. <laughs> yes, and Peralta got back from an even more exciting experience. It wasn't. The Backstreet Boys concert. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, Crunchyroll was the thing that we went to. Backstreet Boys was the thing that Peralta went to. And then we also have three animes uh, like we normally do for you guys. So this is a content-packed episode. Sal, uh, tell us a little bit about your Crunchyroll Expo experience. Uh, well, unlike you, I actually got two autographs. Uh, I got uh, the Ooh, Mob fancy. Psycho dude. That's and true. I got the Odd Taxi guy. Yeah. Uh, the Mob Psycho guy was pretty cool. They didn't get to talk to him and talk to his translator. And I kept telling them it's Nakama. And then she's like, knock him up, podcast. What the fuck? <laughs> and what, I was like, that's was, a different Was she podcast. translating in Japanese? In, yeah, Korean, she was or... She was doing uh, English to Japanese. Yeah. So like I kept saying Nakama. And she just kept me like, knock, knock him up. up. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I spelled it out. And she's like, oh, Nakama podcast. Perhaps because she was expecting to have to translate something from English to yes, Japanese. Yeah. And that's just straight up a Japanese yeah. word. So when she tells the guy, like, it's Nakama podcast. And then he's like, oh, cool, Nakama. And then starts writing. And then she starts panicking because before she was like, S, T, E V E N Steven. But homeboy just starts writing yeah, Nakama. He just starts writing and she's like, no, no, no. And then she like stands up to see to look over his shoulder and then he fucking, spells it correctly. Yeah, he wrote he wrote Woo! the word in his own language yes. correctly. <laughs> exactly. He didn't need no translator. <laughs> yeah, he's like, what the fuck? And then he's like, nice name. And I was like, thanks, dude. For a moment there, he was like, Am I starting to understand? <laughs> yeah. And uh, I got him to sign the first volume of Mob Psycho 100. Nice. Uh Brittany was supposed to do one for something else, but she didn't want to write her name. So she bought an artwork of uh, Mob, Dimple, and Rhysan. I don't remember. Whatever the master dude's name is, they're all like together. Mm -hmm. She it's got really that, nice artwork. Yeah, she got that signed with a silver pen. And the same thing, Nakama, so the guy was, didn't even have to look at the translator. He was like, all right, cool. Yeah. That was cool. The it odd is. taxi guy dipped out way too early. He just signed the poster, and I was like, well, I was annoyed because I was looking for art for like two days. Yeah. It, everyone I would ask, they're like, oh, I love odd taxi. And I was like, why the fuck didn't you draw something for it then, you piece of shit? The thing <laughs> is, after that whole experience, I did find someone in Artist Alley that was selling an odd, like, it was like a little postcard, but it was an odd taxi postcard of him, and then, uh, shit, what's his name? Basically, it was just like the scene at the bar hmm. from like the, I think it was like the second or third episode. Um, basically, just, yeah, a shot of them at the bar. And then I was like, oh, that would have been perfect if you fucking stayed around to do uh, the autographs. Right. But other than that, I did a bunch of interviews, took a lot of pictures of people, yeah. bought a lot of shit. Try to get you to do some interviews, but you're like, nah. I was buying oh my stuff. God. <laughs> <laughs> you well, because because that was that was Sunday morning, and like I at that point was so exhausted, I felt like shit. I was like, I want to get out of here. I'm only staying for this Hollow Life thing. This is my last like three hours at this convention. This it's it's buying stuff for other people time, and then I'm getting the fuck out of here. So when you were like, hey, do you want to do interviews? I was just like. I'm so fucking, I'm tired of this place. I think I I'm even, tired of this place already. I think I called you on Saturday, dude, but you didn't answer. And I was like, eh. But Maybe? 
Probably. Yeah, I was trying to get you to do some too. That way it's not just all me yeah. again. One of like the, at Fanime. Yeah, one of the few problems with, because I really liked the hotel I got. One of the few problems that I had with it, uh, internet was absolutely terrible. So like uh, even when I like wrote the stuff that's on the website right now that you can go see, I would write that stuff in pieces throughout the day. I really didn't have an opportunity to publish it until night. I suspect because that's when everybody else in the hotel was asleep and the Wi-Fi was just strong enough to like load the whole page. <laughs> so it would just sit there and then I would just click it and then go fuck off. And then come uh, back, and then maybe it was posted. Maybe I'd have to re try to repost it or something. Yeah, that's how it was when I was getting the interviews into Dropbox. I was there. That's why it would uh, take like yeah. overnight to do like a couple of videos because we were recording in ultra high definition, mm -hmm. sixty frames. So it looks so good though. Yeah, I'm. I feel bad because it's gonna get compressed to shit when we load it to YouTube. Just FYI, it's not gonna look nearly. Well, that's as good. why I've been reaching out to these people, asking them if they want. Their the raw own, footage, yeah. yeah, their copy of it, and and that raw footage is going up on. Actually, it should be already on Patreon now. Yeah, but other than that, that was mostly what I did. Just a lot of recording because I checked out a couple panels. The Kevin Peckin one was cool. The guy, like, even afterwards, was like, "Thanks That's the for recording." Guy. Yeah, yeah. He's the guy that the music for Rise of the Shield Hero, uh, Tower of God, and Made in the Abyss. Dude, the music in Made in Abyss is real fucking good, too. Mm -hmm. And he was like, yo, thanks for recording that. And I was like, you got it, dude. But, like, I was tired. So, I would, like, nod off because it was nice and cold in there. <laughs> and he's talking. and But I'm in the front. So, I'd, like, I doze off. I'm like, no, I got to stay awake. Vince had the same problems. Like, I can't fall asleep because I'm going to feel like a dick. You guys, like, got a, you guys got a nice and cold convention, like, room? Mm -hmm. I, dude, fucking, I went to the industry panel on friday that shit was hot no oh, yeah hot. and then we were in the front too like the very very front so he knew that i was recording him so afterwards when i met up with him and he was like yeah thanks for that and then i gave him one of the business cards it's like if you want to see it here you go bro yeah. and he's like thanks i took a picture with him i was gonna call vince over because i didn't think anyone else was behind me and then i look and there's a fucking giant ass line i was like where the fuck did all these people come from <laughs> And then we just left. Yeah. Well, I mean, usually when one person starts queuing up, everybody's like, what's yeah. this line for? Let yeah. me do it, too. It was huge. I was like, what the fuck? But that was it for me, for Crunchyroll that wasn't the Hollow Live. For me, uh, so I pretty much did Friday mostly by myself. There was like, what, like maybe an hour in there where I hung out just with Vince, maybe an additional two hours where, where you, me, Vince, and Brittany hung out because that was also when we went to go eat. Cause I was we about went to say, to, that was the Jen. only time that I hung out with you was when we went to go eat. Yeah, but I'm saying like that that was pretty much it. For the rest of the day, I was by my solito. So I was going around uh, taking photographs of sort of the, like the con in general to get a good idea of what the scope was. So that way I could use them for the articles and that stuff. Um, I went around. I bought some things for myself. But the most important thing was I went to that Crunchyroll industry panel long ass line i like barely got in i was like it was like one of the last i don't know maybe 20 people in that room and then uh after being in that room and it being real hot and gross i was a little bit disappointed because about two hours two hours later we got an e email because we have press passes we got an email of literally all of the announcements from there with mm -hmm. the, the the key art and everything and it's like god damn it <laughs> I don't... I was, like... And then also, I was, like, starving the entire time. I don't so know why they like, sent oh, us God. that, because 
it even said like don't don't post this anywhere yet. It well, was just giving us like a heads up, and it's like okay, well then why even bother with the heads up? Because the heads up is that's for us to be able to say we we can write something about it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't go up until they get their yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. Up. Those things are pretty much just like here's everything. We have to like we're gonna announce it first. It's got to mm-hmm. come from us first because a big no no is if you leak that shit ahead of time. Uh, not only will you probably never get a press pass again. People talk. And so mm-hmm. you may you may never get one anywhere. Yeah. You'll be banned for life. Yeah. Although I I gotta say like maybe half of those announcements were things I saw where I was like, yeah, of, of mm-hmm. course. Because I think one of the big ones too was like fucking My Hero Academia season six. That's gonna be on Crunchyroll. It's I like think, yeah, the first five seasons were. Why are you telling me this? They did like season two Jujutsu Kaisen. And it's like yeah. Duh. Yeah, because it was like this is coming out like October first, and it's like. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yes. This is not like a, a, a revelation to me at yeah. all. This sounds like what I probably would have guessed. Mm-hmm. The only difference is now I have a source and it's not a guess. It's yeah. confirmed. But like they weren't like uh, uh, Pac-Man, the anime coming January where it would have been yeah. like, what the fuck? Yeah. That's nuts. It was just like this show that's been on for 10 years is going to be on for an 11th. And it's like, yeah, I know. It's like one of the most popular things out right now. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. So it's not crazy announcements. And then also some of them were just like, here's here's this anime that's coming out. Shh, don't tell anyone. And it's like, I've literally never heard of this or the thing it's based on. I feel like if I tell anybody, they're going to go, what the fuck is that anyway? It's not, you know, it, none of the announcements were crazy. No. They were very okay. But before we move on to the Hollow Life thing, Peralta, any questions for yeah. either of us? One of my questions is what was your best purchase since you guys go shopping? <laughs> Ooh. All the t-shirts I bought. Okay, but what's the one? Come on. Um... <laughs> Probably the cup of noodles one, the one I was wearing yesterday. So I think for me, it's a tie between two things. One of them is a uh, it's a shirt that I got for the gym that has Medusa on it. And it <laughs> says like Gorgon Gym making you rock hard since like 800 BC or something. And I thought that was funny because I figured like when I work out with my dad, he's going to love that shirt. My mom's going to fucking hate it. But but it's a tie between that one. And then I also got like a, a bomber jacket that I thought was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. The one that <laughs> fucking c was like, who fuck cares about Astro Boy? Yeah. Yeah, is the Astro Boy one. I was going between either that one or they had one that was Starry Night, hmm. which looked really cool. Like it was just on the back. Uh, but that was a thing where I was like, Fernanda, which one should I get? And she was like, just go whichever the one you want. And then I asked the dude and then he's like, well, the Starry Night one is pretty limited edition. I might go with that one. And I was like, all right, can you give me that in my size? And he's like, shit, bro, we don't have it. And it's like, well, I Aww. guess I got to get the other one then. And he's mm-hmm. like, check the website, though. And then I'm, <laughs> no, I'm here. I'm walking away buying something. I'm getting this Astro Boy one, which I fucking love Astro Boy. So that's, yeah. that's you know, perfectly fine by me. But it would be between those two things. The best thing I got, though, was that Nico Robin sweater that Brittany bought me, but I didn't buy it. She did. It was a bitch to find you a pin, by the way. The monkey, <laughs> the super monkey ball. I asked so many people, I was like, do you have any gimmick pins? And they're like, no. And I was like, do they spin? They're like, no. And I was like, you're <laughs> a dickhead. Yeah. Uh, I only saw one and I saw it and I was like, I want that. And she's like, which one you want, pink or white? And I was like, well, Peralta doesn't look like she likes pink. So let me go with white. And then, um, yeah, it was like $20. And I was like, you fucking 
dickhead. Mm. Dude, fucking, because that's the difference between <laughs> that, I, that I, I noticed between Crunchyroll and Fanime. It was super fucking easy to find them at Fanime. Mm. But some of those were like, like as far as like the gimmicky pins <clears throat> that were like really cool. Some of them, like, they had, like, the extra large ones, and they spin, or, like, I have one that's a Monster Hunter one where uh, the jaws open, and so you can bite shit. Some of those were going for, like, 60 bucks, and it's, like, who's spending $60 on a pin? For all two. Well, I like the pins that are different, not, like... Yeah, mm-hmm. but, I mean, she also spends, like, $200 on Legos. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, because I was gonna get Brittany and Brawl to the Van Gogh one, and she's like, "I got it." And I remember the d- I walked in when you had it, and I was like, "You bitch!" I was gonna buy you that. That's the thing too is I, because because Sal had told me that it was like your birthday coming up, and so I was like, "Let me look." And one, all the cool shit was already like basically sold out, and then two, it was just like I don't know, I don't, I don't know which one she has and which one she doesn't have. And then also, what if she doesn't have it? But also, she doesn't like it, so I don't know. So I it was just like I like Legos in general. So I just asked the dude. I was like, "Do you guys, do you guys do gift certificates?" And he's like, "Yeah." And then I was like, hmm. <laughs> "I might go that route then." I don't know. There's a new one coming out that I've been contemplating on. It's the Hogwarts. I don't like Harry Potter, but that Hogwarts train station looks clean. I was well, when I was looking at their <laughs> website. I had that feeling too that I get like whenever I go on like Ami Ami or Good Smile, where like if I'm on there for too long, I'm like. All right, I got to get off this website right now or I'm going to make some irresponsible purchases. I've, I've ordered too many figures. Best cosplay person that you saw. Mm, I think it's between the Eddie from Stranger Things and that buff-ass Goku. <laughs> There's a dude that was... The, like, I thought he was just a buff, shirtless dude. And I was like, I should take a picture of this guy. This guy's pretty buff. And I'm like, I'm behind him. And I'm like, excuse me. And then he like walks a little bit faster and I'm like, no, excuse me. And he keeps walking. I was like, bro, I need to take your picture. And then he like turns around. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were trying to get around me. He's like, yeah, I get it. I know. I'm saying, excuse me. Yeah. And then he pulls out the dragon ball. And I was like, oh, he's, he's Goku. I thought he was just some buff dude. <laughs> so you were just like, no, I'm just going around the convention yeah. taking photos of buff shirtless guys. I didn't realize you were in a costume. Yeah. Well, yeah, I've been taking a lot of girl pictures and I was like, yeah, yeah that's for the dudes. And I got to get something for the ladies. I'm going to be honest with you. That buff Goku holding the Dragon Ball, that's still for the dudes. Uh, you know that, right? Dude, so... That's for CJ. <laughs> so I took a picture of him, and then I was like, dude, you're fucking buff. And then he's like, yeah, I know. I've been working out. I was like, I can fucking tell, bro. <laughs> he starts blushing, and then I was like, what the fuck did you do? And he's like, well, I'm trying to bulk up because he's... I think he said he was going to do a competition. But yeah, I was just fucking just... I, I was you like, you caught him at the beginning then. I was like, god damn, bro. Hello, buff, and you could tell that... That that was like an ego booster, yeah. and he's like, "Yeah, thanks, dude." I, I think you, a lot you of caught the... him pretty early on because I've I've seen people like I've met people who are kind of what you're describing. The people that are like, "Oh shit!" Like really, that's the first one. That's the first time they're ever going into a competition. Two, they they've probably only been in that shape for maybe at most like three years. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're very so you probably caught a guy who's like i'm working on this for myself and then you validated that and you probably made his fucking day dude well the same with the the eddie that i saw from stranger things i saw her i saw multiple times and i was like i was like yo (laughs) let me take your picture and she got hella excited too because she was with two other friends who were dressed yeah so i know that she was like Finally, someone wants to take my picture. No, for me, uh, I saw uh, a, a Reze from Chainsaw Man, the, the bomb girl. It's the one with the 
atomic oh, yeah. bomb for a head. Mm-hmm. One, that's just a kick-ass character from the manga. But two, this girl had to have somebody navigate her around. I'm not sure that there were eye holes in, in in the thing because she's like literally holding. She was with, I guess, her friends who were dressed as like Spy X family people. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's like holding the the girl's hand to like walk through everything because I'm assuming if she can see, it's probably like literally only Straight directly ahead. in front of her. And, you know, the bomb has to be a little bit big to fit around your head, but it looked cool as fuck. And like, so my wife was there with me. She was one doing all the photographs because she's just way better at that. She, she went to school for it, whatever. Um, we get a photo with the spy family people and, you know, they do their poses, whatever. They're very confident about what they're doing. They've been taking pictures all day. And this girl just stands off to the side because she's not a part it, of it's, that. <laughs> yeah. It's not the same show. And so my wife, you know, takes a photo of her uh, and then she kind of turns to me and she's like, you should, you should ask her if she wants – you should ask her if she wants to get her picture taken too. And so like I just – I just kind of look at her and then I look at the girl and then, and then it's just like, uh, can we get can we get a photo of you? And she's just like, me too? And it's just like, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah, and that, so that I wonder if – Well, I wonder if like Chainsaw Man is – clearly it's popular enough that it, like it's getting a lot of attention. That character, I don't know if we're even going to see them in season one. Like, I wonder if maybe it's not popular enough, or at least enough people haven't seen the manga wandering around, that maybe she's been having that experience of Spy Family is super fucking big. Mm -hmm. People are taking photos of them, and she's just constantly off to the side because people are just like, yeah, bomb girl. It's just a girl with a bomb for a head. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that happened to me a lot where I take pictures like the the guy I got with the All Might. Yeah. He was hella stoked. There was a... There was these three girls. One was like a, a nurse. One was a maid and some other girl. And everyone was taking pictures of them. And their dude friend there is Lloyd. He just kind of standing there and I was like, can I get a picture with you? And then he got all excited too. That his pose is. And I was like, thanks, bro. I th- That's one of the reasons why like, because like, as much as I follow like a lot of female cosplayers just on different things, I follow a lot of dude cosplayers too. It's a completely different experience for them. And I suspect that happens a lot. They go, you know, cosplay with a bunch of friends and the people mostly getting their photo taken are going to be the girls. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the guys who compliment the girls' costume by, like, being a, a related character or whatever. But, like, I have yet to uh, ask any, like, male in cosplay for a photo and then be like, nah. And not be, like, super fucking stoked. Like, they're always super fucking stoked mm-hmm. whereas like sometimes you know the girls are getting their pictures taken all day so you're just like oh can we get a photo for the you know instagram whatever and she just sure does her thing whatever it's something she's doing every five minutes as she's walking to go get a pretzel or something <laughs> so speaking of pretzels by the way i was so stoked they had pretzels there it was a dog shit pretzel i was disappointed oh yeah they was, was very salty it was it dude it was like it was like a microwave pretzel that they like just like dipped in salt water yeah and then it handed was to gross. you i had it a was, sprite i took two bites out of it like i took a bite out of it and then i convinced i was trying to convince myself like this is a fine pretzel and i took another bite out of it and just threw it just right into the trash i would take a bite then then down it with some Sprite because it was just like, it was so salty, dude. Like my wife and I just like 
once we got to the mall, I just bolted for the Auntie Anne's for an actual <laughs> to pretzel. A pretzel mm-hmm. Cuz I was so disappointing that that hung on to me for like because that was maybe Sunday morning that hung on to me for like 4 hours until we got to the mall and I could go to a proper pretzel place. <laughs> and just like also that that we went to go buy a Japanese cheesecake while we were there because there's a place that sells Japanese cheesecakes. Uncle Tetsu? Yes. And I'm sold on on this like you know, I'm I'm walking up to it and I'm gonna buy something. And so I'm buying Which one you know, did just, you get? I got a coffee one. Because they're pretty good. Uh Oreo's pretty bomb. See, I wanted to get that one too, but it was like, uh, I can only get one. I've had the coffee one before, I know I like the coffee one. I like the coffee one. But then the dude is just like, Hey, you know Did uh, I have a sale? No no <laughs> He basically, he made like a point and it was a thing too where I was just like, this is because I'm fat, clearly. Because he makes a point to tell me that in a Japanese cheesecake, the, the whole, you eat the whole cheesecake, it's about as many calories as two regular slices of a New York style cheesecake. And it's like, that's pretty cool trivia. Why do you assume I'm going to sit down and eat this whole thing at once <laughs> though? That's fucked up. I ate one in one city. Yeah, yeah, but he assumed I would do it. I don't know. I still have it. Like I still have like a quarter of it. Bastard. Some good cheesecake. What's it called? Jen assumed that I like butter. That's true. Yeah. Same with AJ. This is clearly discrimination, Sal. Out of who do we sue? Any other questions, Peralta? Oh. You already touched on the food. Other than that yucky pretzel, was there any other food vendors there? Uh, I got a hot dog outside of it. How also, about multiple hot dogs. It wasn't crazy expensive this year. I think I spent like, I think I bought two hot dogs, one for me, one for Fernanda, and then like uh, uh, a pineapple juice and uh, the uh, toasty locos, and it was maybe like twenty eight bucks. You must have got like a super discount because it was should have been twenty dollars just for the hot dogs. How much were you spending on your hot dogs? They're no, they're ten dollars, bro. Those hot dogs were not $10. Those, Those hot dogs hot were like dogs. six. No. You must what have, the fuck? You must have got like a super discounted fucking old ass hot dog because they're $10. <laughs> you know what? I wonder if maybe the lady just didn't charge me for one of them. She she was very disappointed in me because my, my wife goes up. She gets like to work. So it's got everything on it. This old lady's putting her hot dog together. She's like, yeah, this hot dog fucking rocks. And then she asked me, what do you want on your hot dog? And I say jalapenos. And she goes, what else? And it's like, no, yeah, no, no. That's no. all I want. You must have went. I to, just want a jalapeno. You, you went. Yeah. You went somewhere weird because. Yeah, that's no. You didn't. Oh. You didn't get. There's the multiple regular. vendors there. So maybe you did. did. You must have got like the weird one that like got rejected or something. Because oh. I'm telling you, there are. All of them were ten dollars. I think even the, for fan made the the hot dog vendor inside the one that you and Lynn went to. I think. Oh yeah, they were. I think expensive. that one was what nine dollars, eight dollars. Jesus Christ! So even then, like, this lady must have taken pity on me though, because she was just constantly like, "You sure you just want jalapenos?" She yes. saw you and was like, "This you guy's poor. Let me, no. let me give him a break." Because no. I'm telling you, it was ten dollars. You know what? It might be that too, because she was like, like. No cheese, no sour cream. And I'm like, no. And I'm doing it because, like, I'm lactose intolerant. I don't want to ruin this. And she's like, you don't want the onions or whatever. And it's just like, no. And at a certain point, she even mentions, like, 
it costs the same to get everything versus the just the jalapenos you want on this plain ass hot Does dog. It? She charged you that Costco price. Did, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I guess she was just like, you know where what, this cut, man. Where they cut up jalapenos? Or was no, it, it was like a half of a like a big fucking jalapeno. It was. It was cut in half. Just like vertically, just a long yeah, jalapeno dude, you, slice. You must have went somewhere else because <laughs> they gave me a whole ass jalapeno. Really? Like a whole ass thing. There was no cheese. It was just a hot dog that was wrapped in bacon with caramelized onions. You could have ketchup, mustard, and mayo with the jalapeno. That was it. Huh. So you went some like It was literally the the one that was like right next to the hotel on the left of the convention center. So I don't know, maybe it was just one random old lady who snuck her cart yeah. in line with everybody else who was supposed to be vending there. Yeah. But no, that shit didn't cost us that much at all. Because again, it should have been just twenty dollars buy just the hot the two hot dogs. I think the most expensive things that I purchased from that lady were one, the pineapple juice was like seven dollars, which is ridiculous that sounds about right and then the toasty locos were maybe like nine dollars sounds about right but the hot dogs were like six yeah she must have saw you and was like this guy's poor (laughs) 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 because i bought i bought myself like two hot dogs Brittany bought all of us hot dogs vince bought us all hot dogs and we spent bare minimum like 30 dollars every time jesus christ Mm -hmm. huh well, I mean, that was my hot dog experience. We did go out to like actually eat. Um, me and uh, Vince and Sal and Brittany went to go to Jen. It, they had never gone before. That was the first time <clears throat> having any kind of Korean barbecue, correct? Yep. Me and Brittany. And then you guys decided. That it was okay. Yeah, that it was okay. You it guys, takes a while to cook. You guys would yeah. be fine to go again, but if you guys had to pick, you'd still go to Shabu Shack. Yeah, Shabu yeah. Shack. And then we we hung out at your uh, hotel and played what's that game? Uh, Chameleon. Yeah, and we got the shush. Yeah, it was like one in the morning, and everyone was laughing oh. really, really loud. Yeah, it, I think it was getting close to one. And then the security dude's like, "Can you guys try to keep it down?" And I was like, "You got it, dude." There's yeah. a there's a whole Asian family next to us, and they had like multiple children. It was really weird because they would just leave their doors open, like. They were, you could just go in and they had like all of the ro- other rooms to the to the left of us. Oh. Did they have like a family reunion? I have no clue, but they were like walking in and out of each other. Like there was a little girl just like fucking going in. I was like, what the fuck is this shit? They're clearly playing out their fantasy of being on the hit television show, The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It was weird. But uh, the Hollow Life thing that we did, uh, I had Anya Melfisa. Melfisa, yeah. Yeah. So I was the second dude in line. There was one person in front of me. He was like, yo, you excited? And I was like, yeah, I guess. He's like, uh, who'd you get? And I was like, oh, Anya, whatever. And he's like, that's that's who I got. And then like two other dudes showed up. Uh, and then we're all talking. The fourth dude's really fucking weird. He had like a cat collar with like a cat bell thing and everything. And he was just like, what is this sign for? And it's like, the fuck you mean? You got the wrist thing on your on your wrist that says what are you here for? And then like we just kind of ignore him. So it's us three. And then we're telling the first guy, he's like, bro, fucking bomb. So to make the rest of us look good. And he's like, yeah, I'll take I'll take the L for the boys. 
And then we're starting to get ready to get closer. And then he's like, guys, I'm getting really nervous. Do one of you two want to go first? So me and the third guy look at each other and he like looks at me and just stares. And I was like, all right, fuck it. I'll go first. So we get in there and then it splits up into two different uh, <laughs> lines because there's two VTubers. Uh-huh. So the weird fourth guy it starts yelling at this white girl, this little white girl, like, please go first. I'm too nervous. Like yelling. And the the little white girl was like, oh, no, you go. And he's, she ends up going. So we split off and we go. I talked to the Anya girl and I was like, yeah, you know, what do you think could uh, get normal people into VTubers? Because I was telling her, <laughs> I was like, I don't really, I know of you, but I don't watch you. And she's like, oh. You know, if they like anime, they'll like VTubers, or if they like games that I play, and it's just like, that's a generic, safe question. Well, and then <laughs> prior to us going there, I told Cruz, ask your girl about boneless pizza, and Cruz is like, nah, I'm a bitch, I'm not going to do that. I so, believe I said it would be a waste of an opportunity so to ask it, or other it things. it clicked in my head, and I was like, fuck it, if Cruz is going to be a bitch, let me <laughs> fucking do it. So I asked her, I was like, how do you feel about boneless pizza? And the girl was like, hmm, yeah, boneless pizza. And she's like lost for words because she'd never heard this before. And then like I hear a time's up. Do you want to take your picture? And in my head, I'm like, fuck, I'm that guy who <laughs> fucked it up. You're I the weird- guy who took the L for Yeah, <laughs> I, I was the weird dude. And then I take the picture. And then, like, I see the the little white girl leaving, and I was like, oh, thank God, it was actually, like, the time was actually up, because the first guy's like, yeah, we have three minutes with them, uh-huh. but it was more like a minute and a half, so, like, I'm leaving, and, like, I'm talking to the white girl, and then I'm talking to, or I'm listening to the other people, and a lot of people, just like the fourth guy, were really nervous, and, like, I could tell, like, oh, shit, these people meeting this vtuber is a big deal to them like this is probably the highlight of their you know crunchy roll thing is talking to them one-on-one and like i kind of start feeling bad because it's like i i'm a fan but not like an actual like super fan so to me it was like it was 60 dollars to spend a minute and a half talking about boneless pizza to this person who's indonesian Yeah, it was yeah. like almost seventy dollars. Sixty-five bucks. I don't do whatever V. I don't give yeah. two shits about that. So I'm on the <laughs> same boat with you, but we're gonna cut that part out. Me saying that, <laughs> but um, <laughs> but I felt bad because it's like some of these people that that probably would have made their day. You know, talking to them, no them. F- no filter. You know, like other people saying shit, and then I asked like the girls like think i fucked up and she's like why what happened and i was like ask her about boneless pizza and she starts laughing she's like no i'm pretty sure someone will translate to her like what that means and i was like i hope so and then i asked her the same like the like do you think this I is gonna be it keeps her up at night uh it's private or is it gonna be public and the like the girl starts like you know getting I was like well i hope it's I hope it stays private because again sure it is more reinforcing the fact that to a lot of these people that was a huge fucking deal. And then here I am, just a dickhead who just like, I I got $70 to waste for a, a minute and a half. I hope she went to bed that night going, why did he ask me about what is boneless pizza? I have to know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because, but yeah, yeah. I that that's how it was for me. Like I was the first one up. 
I also just really like the 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 kind of uh, loaded uh, question of what would get normal people into this. Mm. <laughs> just 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 a real softball kind of insult in there in the middle. Well, like I don't get why people yeah. do it. Like watch it. Like Vince does not believe me. Doesn't believe us when we tell him that Adrian watches VTuber yeah, and was- then he gets hyped up on it mm-hmm. he's like i just can't see it. and it's like dude i've been in a party with him and jacob gushing over the newest episode of blah blah blah's thing like the mm-hmm. highlights and he's like i just can't see and it's like dude i swear on kevin yeah no he he yeah on kevin's life not just that but there have been times where like Jacob will tell me like, "Oh yeah, here's this video of this person doing this thing." And Adrian will just be like, "Oh yeah, I saw that." And then it's just like, "Oh, weird, but okay." But um so for my Hollow Live, a uh, Hollow Meet experience, I was probably maybe like the fourth or fifth person in line. Uh and I'm there for uh, uh Kureji Ollie, which is sort of this like um patchwork zombie uh style thing. But uh, it's it's also a, a Hololive Indonesia thing. The other line that's there is also for Gargura, which is the shark girl. And goddamn, are there two different vibes to these lines? Because I'm hearing the people from the Gargura line, and they're they're kind of sounding the way that you put your people up, Sal. Mm-hmm. Of like, this is clearly a really big experience for them. They're nervous. Some people are kind of shaky. There's a guy that's in a full Gundam costume. That is like one of the first people up who's like, oh, God, how do I how do I intro to this? How do I make myself memorable to this shark girl? And it's like, bro, you're in a full Gundam suit. You've done your work already. If somebody came up to talk to me and they were in a full Gundam suit, I'd remember. Case in point, I remember that guy because he was in a full Gundam suit. But um, a lot of people in the Gargoyle line were really nervous and like very uh, dorky. Yeah. I guess where a lot of mine were too. Yeah, where this is like this is clearly the like like you were saying, this is the highlight of their convention experience. Uh several of those people were like, Yeah, I got it for this one and then for these other VTubers. So they were doing this like multiple times throughout, going to go see their favorite ones. They're very clearly into it. They're very clearly trying to be like noticeable, not huh? I guess say remarkable. In some sort of way, and sometimes it did come off a little, you know, maybe a little, a lot of people who were trying to act like cartoons instead of people to, I guess, match the energy or be remembered, and that came off a little no, weird. Yeah, not me. I came in just like how yeah. I am sitting with the straight I face, it. I was like, what are your thoughts on boneless pizza, bro? Bro, yeah, no, I believe you 100%. <laughs> I've seen you do that shit with everybody. But um, but in my line, and I wonder if it's maybe it's just like the kind of audience each person sort of generates. But and maybe it's because the girl that I went for, Ollie, um, her content is a little bit less uh, centered around cutesy things or whatever. But a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of the people behind me in my line would make fun of the people who went up to go talk to Gargura because you can hear them because they're just over a curtain and mm-hmm. you'd hear like a lot of shit talking and I wonder if it's also because that VTuber is kind of someone who you notice does a lot of shit talking like 
not aggressively, still in a playful way, but you know what I mean, like more casual. Um, but I, I'm waiting in line and like, I think I was like the fourth person in line. Cause I think two people went up without like consequence at all. They went up, they did their things. The first guy was the, maybe the only person that I encountered that was like legit cringe. And it was because he, he goes up and, you know, they ask who you are, what you do, why you're here. You know, they're trying to get to know you a little bit so that way the experience is better for you. So you don't feel like you wasted $65, I guess. But, um, so, so Ollie's asking him, you know, like, oh, you know, what's your name? What do you do? And at first you can hear like the, the sort of tension in his voice. He's, uh, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, this person, uh, no, I, I just, I, you know, I was really excited to, to come see you guys and blah, 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 blah. And then she asks him what he does. And then he starts talking about how he does like voice acting for like certain YouTube videos or something, some anime related things. And then you hear him start doing the voices just out loud, almost unprompted. Cause I don't, I didn't hear her say, can you show? can you show me? <laughs> he just starts doing it, and the like giggles and chuckles in both lines behind me were like I felt a little bad for the guy because like I can hear him perfectly fine. I'm pretty sure he can hear us. I'm pretty sure. And some of the people in line are just like this fucking nerd, and it's like oh god, think it, don't say it out loud, god damn it. But that released all of the tension like in both lines that guy in the gundam suit who was like oh god i'm so nervous he was fine <laughs> I, I think i think everybody just yeah you need the first guy to kind of bomb mm. and then everybody else goes well, i can't do any worse and then they go up with no consequence but uh it gets to the point where there's one girl ahead of me and suddenly they start having technical difficulties she goes up and then about like halfway through her talking they push her out back to the regular line Miss, you know, sorry guys, it's gonna be a little bit longer for you guys. We're having some technical difficulties, specifically with Ollie. We'll, we'll, you know, bring you in as soon as we can. We've got people working on it, and you do see like a decent, like maybe like eight or nine people just passing by the the uh, opening in the curtain on their way to where she's stationed, like her little station is at. So they're very clearly like they're immediately working on it as as quickly as they can, but you know, maybe 10 minutes go by. It's a while. And then they finally pull this girl back in and they let her talk to her for a little while because there was technical difficulties. So I think they just kind of reset the clock. She goes out, I go in and I start talking to her. Like, you know, she does the same thing. What's your name? And then she's like, I see you have a, a blue badge. And it's like, yeah, I'm here as press, blah, 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 blah. I saw you guys were doing this thing. I wanted to check it out. So I, you know, so I did, um, and then, and then she hits me with the, uh, so, so how did you get into my content? So immediately I'm like chess, because genuinely I do enjoy watching chess stuff. I like playing chess. It's fun. So we started talking about chess for a little bit. Uh, and then this thing pops up on the screen, but there being connection issues and then I see some people behind me moving around and it's like, fuck, I'm going to get ushered off to the line and have to wait 10 minutes. And no, they just kind of like move me off to the side a little bit and work on it. The entire time I can hear her still. It's the visual that's fucked up, mm -hmm. but the audio is fine. So I'm, she's still like asking me questions and I'm still responding to her. And then they get everything sorted out and then they do the same thing that they do with the other girl where they basically reset the clock. 
Except at this point, I've already been talking to her for like five minutes. So there's that little voice in my head that's also just like, fuck, I'm running out of shit. I'm out. I, I, it was feeling like Fanime up on that stage all over again of like, <laughs> all right, whatever happens in three minutes, I'm out of here. But I mean, obviously, if you're someone who's a popular streamer, you probably know how to carry a conversation pretty well. So I got that feeling. And then she started asking me questions like immediately. And then we just got back to talking about whatever. And then at a certain point, I see some movement behind me. And I think that was whatever the signal was to be like, all right, this this is done. So we do the picture and then I, I fuck off and I do run into the girl that was ahead of me. And she's very excited. She's like, oh, yeah. How you, you know, what did you guys talk about? And then so I kind of just give her a rundown and she's like, oh, it's great. I was talking about blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, I know we can like we could hear you guys talk. And so she kind of had that same response, I think that Sal got of like, oh, I was hoping it'd be a little bit more private. I don't think those things are going to be broadcast, though. I, I'm i pretty sure that is very much just like you pay, you pay the money to talk to them one-on-one, -on -one, not to be put in a video at some point. So, but overall, the experience was fairly positive. I thought yeah. it was funny that like you have these two audiences that are very clearly different right next to each other. One of them being maybe a little bit more cringe and the other one being maybe a little bit just kind of a group of assholes making fun of people that are literally like a foot away from them. And so it's just like, hmm. Now all these people paid. Yep. All of them paid. Oh, okay. All and, I but know. but the, I heard that comment so many <clears throat> times too of like, I can't believe you paid 65 bucks for this. I'm, and it's like, I'm an outsider, so I don't yeah. get it. Dude, at I'm all. with you. Like, for I me, don't get I. It. I understand it for one specific reason. And it's not that like, oh, this experience is worth $65. I think it's that there's a large audience for this. So what we're going to do is we're going to make it a little bit too expensive for 99% of the people who would want it. Like if it was free, that line would be unending. Yep. It would be a nightmare. If it were $10, that line would still be a nightmare. And if it were $20, it'd be less of a nightmare, but you're still in there for 40 minutes because it's a $65 thing. Well, the only the only people who are going to be in that line are people who can afford to. to <laughs> yeah, or that. Yeah, they're either really, really, really <laughs> into it or they can afford to drop $65 on like a three minute thing, which is sort of the boat that I think that me and Sal were in, which is like, it's, you know, let's check it out. Whatever. It's 60 bucks. We'll just fuck it. If we get it, we get it. And so we did. Uh, and, uh, I, I was very lucky to just pivot towards chess, which is a thing I know a decent an amount about. So I didn't have to talk about Minecraft for the whole time. Yeah. I think if I had that same problem where it fucked up and I had to still talk, I just would have kept asking her different things. No, I mean, I was, I was talking to her about a bunch of different stuff and it's part of the, um, thing that I, 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 I wrote an article for it. It's not out because I did send uh, a message to the people that manage just to see if they want to, you know, just to reach out to see if there's any sort of comment or anything they want published along with it. But um, for both they or just so, yours? For both. But I know but it's the same people for both. So if Anya you brings know. up boneless pizza, my work is done. <laughs> At any point, she okay, brings that okay, up. Okay, okay, but what if? 
the way that you see it is you walk around the next convention, right? And you see a t-shirt of Anya that references the boneless pizza. Would you feel a little bit upset? Would you feel a little bit like they stole my idea? No, because I didn't come up with the boneless pizza joke. <laughs> but would you would think that you were the guy who brought it up, but though. Yeah, I would be like, I was the one who told her about that. You just that. take credit for the for yeah. the boneless pizza thing entirely? Yeah. So Peralta, Backstreet Boys. Yeah, Backstreet Boys. <laughs> you know, I've heard Backstreet's back. Are they? They are. They say that every time in every freaking <laughs> concert. Uh, <laughs> this is the same tour I saw them in 2019. Yeah. So was that a good thing or bad thing? Um, the only reason why I held on to these tickets is because they were the COVID ticket for yeah. that COVID year. Oh, I think that's the reason why their their tour got split up anyway. Yeah. Was they just had to stop. Um, so it was it's been two years I was holding on to those tickets. A part of me was like, Yeah, I don't really need them, but I also bought them with my cousins. So it wasn't like a solo decision. Yeah. Because if I release it, it all goes back. Mm -hmm. So I felt like obligated to keep it. Um, but it was the same routine as the other concert I saw them in 2019. But you know, it was Mountain View. Traffic sucks. Ass going yeah. to Shoreline. Um, we ate at a custom burger place, so that was decent. Got some boba, that was decent. Then went to the concert. Sat in chairs. I don't do the lawn anymore because the lawn is just nasty yeah um there's a lot of drunk people i've never noticed how much alcohol was sold and this is a backstreet boys concert so that was kind of shocking because like i mean if you're a backstreet fan though you're you're, you're old you're now over yeah, for, for sure. sure there's there's definitely the 40 40s 45 because yeah uh during the concert they said they've been doing this for 30 years and i was like hmm, sounds about right because i was young when I, they were my boy band so those women were like in their 40s not a fan of, of that because it's just fucking weird but you do you uh luckily i didn't we didn't sit in the lawn because i learned many times in my first concert at shoreline and at concord never yeah. to sit in the lawn um parking was a bitch the concert ended at 10 30 but we sat in that dirt lot for an hour Jesus. Oh, just waiting to get just out? Just to wait to get out. Like, there was no point in turning on the car just yeah. to not move. So I was like, fuck it. Um, it's like when you wait longer at the movie theaters just to have everybody yeah. pour out. But the concert was good. They sing their songs. They can still dance. Uh, will always be my favorite. What's your, what was your favorite song of theirs to see them perform? Oh, All I Have to Give. But that's because they do a dance routine in the video with the mm -hmm. chairs and the mics, and they mimic the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> so that one is will always, always be my favorite. Um, but we were pretty far back. I mean, they were still deceased, but it was like you're at letter Q. Oh, God, Obviously, yeah. the rest of the alphabet is pretty close. But I didn't need to see them up close because I had seen them already before. Yeah. You only need to do it once. I already had the once. And they're old. Me and Sal haven't had our once yet. We got to go see the Backstreet Boys, Sal. I, want, I don't know. They're I they're getting... I, I mean, so. Kevin is 
age 51. He's pretty close to senior citizen <laughs> You know what? Four more years and he gets the senior menu at the Denny's. No, That kind of just puts it in perspective. I'm like, how long are they? Yeah. I mean, they're good. I think, yeah. I think they should just do the acapella. We'll sit in a circle and invite 30 people although, in the bar. Although uh, that's a credit to them if some of them are in their 50s and they can still do that. Yeah. They were, they were good. There was a... I mean, isn't Hugh Jackman in his 50s and he's fucking still doing shit? Right, but he's like a he's classically not... trained theater actor. That's mm. a pretty normal thing. When you're just like, you know, if like a, a white dude... kid a white kid from Kentucky who like a manager was like, yo, dance and sing and we'll give you some money. But you would have built like m- more muscle in the 30 years that you're doing this shit. Well, Backstreet wasn't doing it consistently the whole time, right? No. They, they they took, took a long break. Mm. They barely. I think I think they like officially like came back. What was it like? 2014, 2013? Like sixteen. Twenty sixteen. Yeah. Okay, maybe. Because yeah. I did see them in San Francisco when Kevin was like, "I'm done doing this." Yeah. So I watched when it was just four of them, mm-hmm. and then they had like a two three year hiatus, and then they're like, "Okay, we're all coming back," and then they had their Las Vegas residency. So we did that twice, yeah. and then COVID happened, and the tour got stopped. Yeah, and then now I were at the tour. There was a flasher, though. I know a girl or dude. A girl. I was like, and the worst part was that because you know how you have the jumbotron, mm-hmm. they totally cut it like right when she was like flashing them, and everyone saw it. I was like, <laughs> so this just titties ass, on the jumbotron. Yep, this dumbass bitch, like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, this is a boy band. These are like, what's weird is that these are generational people watching it. It's not like all women anymore. Mm-hmm. Like when they were younger. It's like people with their husbands because it's probably their wedding song most likely. It's people with like their daughters or like this is the band I listen to and mm-hmm. like, you know, and, and then that bitch just did that and everyone, it wasn't like an applause thing. It was like, the fuck are you doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then also like these are these are grown ass men in their like 40s and 50s. The ones that aren't gay are probably already like married they've got their whole situation you're not convincing anybody whipping no, your tits and out and then all the, of them the are married too and have kids and yeah. they were kind of like uh i would have just ignored it <laughs> they I did like they, on stage, they, they did they were just like so anyway like yeah. it was just but so started blasting oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no but i'm gonna be honest that was a dumb bitch yeah just straight up like it just doesn't seem like the right environment no it was like thing. wrong place wrong time you're dumb as hell and yeah. you probably can't handle your alcohol which is clearly something wrong with you yeah and i'm probably mean to say but like come on yeah grow your ass up but that was my concert experiences and i only went because i was holding on to those tickets for years <laughs> <laughs> that was all so do you think next year you're going to go to Crunchyroll? I probably will. I probably will buy a one day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll probably buy the Saturday one since I don't have any upcoming concerts. That there you go. To. Anime. Uh, that one I'll go to. I probably won't do the weekend. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll probably also just do Saturday. But my Same. sister's like, uh, fuck it. I'll just go the whole weekend. So... I mean, me and Brittany were talking about it, and we were going to do AX, but then we kept hearing, like, 
it's shoulder to shoulder. Uh, it's hot. And then I was like, you know what? I don't want to spend close to a thousand dollars just to hang out there and be yeah. frustrated. So I think we are gonna if we go to Fanime and Crunchy Crunchyroll. I already told Brittany. You're going. Let's do the whole weekend, and I think we even agree that we're gonna do that Thursday to Monday, mm-hmm. so we don't need to deal with valet. And then for Fanime, if we get a panel, I'll go to that. But I told her like let's just go for a day too. Yeah, and then I was talking to Sal about it too because we before we were talking about going to to AX. I think the only situation where we probably will is if we get a panel at AX, in which mm-hmm. case I think we'll probably go for like two days, well, the day of the panel, and then a day after to just like relax and then come back, you know, so we're not driving and then immediately driving back. We're driving, we can sleep have no and then drive back. Driving there and driving back. It's only six hours. Mm, but for AX, that's going to be just with the traffic. That's going to be a longer uh, uh, commute. That would have to be a you drive one way, I drive the other way thing. Actually, probably I would just take the fucking plane. Oh, yeah, well, I guess we could fly. But yep. What did your familia think about the Backstreet Boys? Oh, they love them. I f- I feel like as the years have gone by, they're just things I listen to, but. They were wearing their shirts. I was like, I know I have one. I just don't know where it is. (laughs) But again, I was was willing to let go of my ticket because I was kind of like, and I'm like, my sister originally had the ticket, but she was at Crunchyroll. Mm-hmm. And she was like, it was getting too complicated because like, I'm not driving you back to Oakland. Like, yeah, I got work the next day. So it just got too complicated. Why didn't she just take the, the train? She lives in Oakland. She'd be coming home late at night. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I suppose you wouldn't want to go into Oakland late at night. No. Although, no, because she can, if you, she can just take the train from. No. No. If mm. I took a train at night, I would be okay. If she took a train at night. But she wouldn't have to head back to Oakland. She'd just go she, back to to Crunchyroll. No, because they ended at... Yeah. She didn't get a hotel that night for that Sunday. She didn't? Oh, no, okay. she didn't well, want... Yeah. She didn't need to stay. There was yeah. nothing guess, happening yeah, on Monday. Sense, yeah. So that's why she was like... Well, it ended like at... what? She like left in the middle of the day like yeah. at yeah. 3. So mm-hmm. it wasn't... Yeah, we were, I was only there till 3.30 because of fucking odd taxi. Yeah, I was only there till 3. It was supposed to be 2.30, but it was just the <clears> thing <throat> with, with Ollie because of the fuck-ups... I was there probably till about three, and then I yeah see. went to the mall, and then went straight home, and knocked out for about thirteen hours. That's kind of how she was, so it just didn't work out. But so, yeah. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it was because I've, I've, I've plus taken waiting the train. an hour yeah. in the car to just leave the field. Yeah, <laughs> I've taken the train at night, and then once yeah, once you get to like about that area. I, I think I think once I make it to like the first stop in San Francisco, I feel a little bit better. But but anywhere between San Francisco and literally the beginning of the blue line in San Jose, I get real sketched out stopping yeah. anywhere for more than like two minutes. I mean, if it's daylight, it's daylight, but mm-hmm. things are. I think you just got to know your place. Yeah, because and... the train closes. I think at like one a.m. Mm-hmm. And so just... it. Ugh. Yeah, it just got, timing just got complicated, and I already knew that concert was gonna take forever. Yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, 
next year. I'll buy it one day early. Yeah. <laughs> year. <laughs> early year. Yeah. Same. Actually, the lady never got back to me for getting a refund. <laughs> oh, I just assumed, nah. Yeah, like I emailed her. And... I just figured it's it's a wash, whatever, you know. Same. Not not too big of a deal. So moving on to the anime Sparalto. Yeah. Starting with Harem and the Labyrinth of Another World, your favorite one out of the three. Mm-hmm. So who wants to do the plot summary for this one? All right, Peralta. I don't even remember because I hated it. God damn much. it, Peralta. <laughs> I watched the three and I was like, I'm done. So, <laughs> so uh, Harem in the Labyrinth of Another World uh, is about this dude named Machinko Michio. 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 He uh, he was playing a lot of VR games. Uh, he checked out a bunch of them. And they're like, this is kind of lame. Let me check out this other one. And uh, he doesn't really pay attention when it's like, are you sure this is going to be your reality? And he was like, that's that's just some flavor text. I'm going to accept mm-hmm. it. So he gets transported into another world. Um, he doesn't die. So we don't know if he, it's an isekai, but we don't know if he's going to ever go back to the real world. Yeah. But uh, he starts killing some people thinking it's a game, and then he realizes, like, wait a minute. Well, there's, like, bandits attacking him. Yeah, he's like, I can't log out. This is real blood. <laughs> ah, shit, I just killed all these people. And then uh, he just, you know, the the village helps him out. It's like, oh, Here's don't worry. Reward. He oh, gets worry. over the murder thing real quick, too. Well, though. I mean, if you still think it's a game. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because it is. Not just that, but they were, everyone was, like, evenly matched. The yeah. villagers and the bandits. So it's like, eh, they're bad guys anyways. You don't get you and, don't get sad when you murder a Nazi. Although, you know what, too? Because I feel like if I were in that same situation, I would think that, like, this is an event that happens. I can kill these guys. They yeah. respawn at some point yeah. so someone else can do this. So the village helps him out. He notices that uh, one someone took the bandit uh, bandana. Yeah, the, the thief thief's ba- bandana. And I thought it was really weird, but then, like, that's the what helps him move the plot it's into the, the plot, city. Yeah, where it's like, well, now this guy's going to be a slave. Yeah. Thanks to you being the letting us decide what to do with him. Yeah, because the the chief dude is like, well, you he stole from you, so you decide what happens. And he's just like, I'll just let you guys do what you normally do. And then the guy's like, okay, sell him into slavery. Yeah, and um, he goes into the city. Uh, the random uh dude just showing him around. He's like, don't go to those brothels. And he immediately he's like, goddamn. Mm-hmm. About to fucking clean some pipes, mm-hmm. but he goes to the slaver Alan, who's just uh, this suave dude, just being like, "Yo, I, I kind of looks like Dracula from Castlevania." Yeah, he's like, "I, uh, <laughs> I got slaves uh, that of I'll... the sexual yeah, variety." And he's like, "No way!" And he's like, "Dude, adventurers have slaves," and he's like, "Dude, all the adventurers have slaves, sex slaves, especially." Mm-hmm. He sees uh, Roxanne, which is like a weird dog girl. I'm gonna tell you, uh, it did I got not... Isabel vibes because it... of the dog ears, because then it was blonde too. But see, that's the thing, right? I guess I wasn't focusing that much. One, I ended up watching until episode four because I didn't realize that it had changed, and it wasn't until episode four that I was like, "Wait, this girl's like a dog person." Mm-hmm. <laughs> because in episode four, there's a moment where he's like, "Hey, can I play with your ears?" And I'm just like, "That's." That's a weird thing to tell somebody. And then he starts flopping. Then I'm like, oh, the whole fucking thing's the ear. She was yeah. just like wearing like a thing on her head. Like a bonnet? Yeah. yeah. 
and I didn't I didn't notice the fucking tail at any point either. I guess. So the weird thing about this one is I started episode one and then I get to two, and then like it starts talking about like oh you're one of the few dude you're the second dude who's woken up from this yeah uh sleep coma the sleep cold and I was like the fuck that I miss <laughs> and they the, all the women are like yeah you could have anyone you want and he's like okay and they're explaining this thing about how he's going to be a medical doctor and he had this childhood friend who was a girl who was a medical doctor and I'm like what the fuck is going on and then i realized that i was watching uh end the world harem <laughs> not harem in the labyrinth <laughs> so then i had to go back and actually watch oh my god yeah i was like how weird they the char- main characters almost look the same yeah. And he's just surrounded by women, and I was just like, "This is this turned real weird, real quick." However, something similar does happen with yeah, this one, yeah, because the between like episode like one I thought two. something fucked up. So I I start watching this uh, on Crunchyroll, which I immediately stopped doing because like there's a certain point where he like stabs a dude, and you see the sword come out to the back of the head, and Crunchyroll has this like shitty censoring where they just like black out. All okay. the violence, which That's bothered me because, like, one, it's very clearly labeled as a mature show. Mm-hmm. Two, the first word is harem. The audience is clear. They censor the decapitation. There's a dude who gets cut in half, and you see, like, one half of his body and the other half of his body in the middle is just all black. So I was like, I'm going to go find yeah, someone yeah. else streaming this uh, uh, show. And so I did. And, yeah, when you see the dude get cut in half, like, you see, like, the entrails. You see yeah, the dude getting so stabbed he, through the head. When he told me that, I thought it was because you wanted me to see all, like, the sex. And then no, I'm watching it. it like and then, like, I asked Peralta, too. I was like, how, how censored was it? Because I was like, the only thing that I would see that was censored is the nipple. There's, like, a point where he sees a nipple. And I was like, I guess, that, I guess that's what Cruz meant, but... I thought they were showing the blood. No, for me, the no, the immediate, like, because it, it's, like, within, like, the first maybe, like, minute and a half mm-hmm. of the actual show, he starts murdering people. And, like, I'm looking at it, and it's, like, why the fuck is half of my screen, like, shittily blacked out? Because it's not even just, like, straight black either. It looks like they, like, someone just, like, spray-painted black over part of it. And it's just, like, that kind of throws me out of it. I want to see this dude's just like blood spray all over the fucking place. Yeah, same. So I just started watching it on Dude, I wasn't else. fucking paying attention because I was like, <laughs> what the fuck is this shit? Yeah. I started watching it on, uh, I started watching it on something else uh... and then, and then episode one ends and then episode two starts, right? And he's surrounded like by like, time skip. a bunch of other oh, women yes. and he's, mm-hmm. there's talk about this kid and I'm thinking like, shit, did this website upload it in the wrong order? So then I go back to Crunchyroll and it's like, this is actually episode two. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is happening? Yeah. And yeah, there's like a weird time skip and then they just go right back to, yeah. it was back confusing as fuck to me. Yeah. Uh, I like this one. The The violence is cool. I like yeah. Aisekai's. I like fantasy. The sex part, not so much, but the violence, I was like, yeah, that's pretty cool. He like cuts off the on the third episode. He cuts off clear an obvious child's head. He just decapitates that kid because you even hear the kid go, oh, and he's like, oh shit, he made a no, noise. No, he didn't kill a woman. No. I mean, he didn't kill a child. No. He killed a woman. No, he killed. I thought it was a woman. It's a woman. So I he it kills was a prostitute. He, he <laughs> kills, you know, it's a prostitute. He kills a dude first, where he like slits his throat, and then he decapitates what looks like a child, unless it's a girl with really really boyish hair. When he goes like. Whoosh, 
it made like a kid noise and then he the kills one, the woman. The one who made the noise was the woman because he makes it, he says, uh, he like the sentence that he says is like something to the effect of like, oh, like, like she made a noise. I think it woke other people up mm-hmm. when he's murdering people. He may have killed a kid in that, but the in, person who in, made the noise was a, a, an adult female prostitute. It who, looked like a kid. Head he chopped clean yeah. off. Like, yeah, that was pretty Zero cool. hesitation. I just like how easy he made it. It looked like you're cutting like some queso fresco. Like, <laughs> well, that's the sword. That yeah. He makes the point of, of oh, that. When like, he, damn. He has yeah. a magical sword. Yeah, the sword. After he gets it, he, like, he kills those dudes. Hands and it's yeah. like, God damn, dude. Is everything just like cheese when you cut shit? <laughs> With that sword? With yeah, that's, that's the point. That's the buff of it. Me, that's the reason why, too, when, when he talks knives. to that kid and he's like, here's a sword, he makes a point to tell them. You're not the strong one. The sword is the strong one, which is basically his way of saying, like, this is an enchanted item. And Don't go suck, around kid. thinking you're buff. Yeah, like, that's not how it works here. The, <laughs> so, the spirit is not inside you all along. It's the fucking sword. No, the, the sword that he gives the kid was just a regular sword. But it has a buff on it. And that's the reason why that's he's it. saying, yeah. Because he, does the he feels thing. guilty be fathering mm-hmm. yeah. a fucking child. And leaving him defenseless. <laughs> We've all been there, Peralta. <laughs> yeah. We've all had those calls where it's just like, you got my friend pregnant. And it's like, I don't think I did. I don't like Honestly, I just yeah. wanted to finish at least, episodes at least and 33% <laughs> of us have had that yeah, phone call. At least Peralta. But, um, one, I find it, I, I did point it out to Peralta before when I talked to her. I do find it odd that your criticism of this one is sex. Right. In a thing called Harem in the Labyrinth of... By the way, that's actually not the full title. That is the, like, Crunchyroll... Mm-hmm. Crunchyrolled version of the title. It's actually called Slave Harem in Another World, mm. which... That makes more sense. Worse. Yeah. But, um, no, this is full-on, like, uh, if you... The reason why I stopped watching it is because, like, at a certain point, it's just porn. Like I got like, like halfway through, Keeler. yeah, I got like halfway through like the fourth episode and this dude's just like, it's, I'm not kidding. It's like five minutes straight of him just like groping tits, just, just booby squishing the whole time. And then it's just like, oh, and like I scan through the episode and it's like, this is just the episode. This is like, oh, okay. Now they're fucking. Okay. I, yeah. oh, all right. Sure. This is just, <laughs> I just, <laughs> the, you know what the I most chose one, and uh, just at random like I always do. Yeah, I like the violence part. Yeah, the sex part. It was just like, oh, I could do without this part. You know what the most disappointing part of this was for me? They finally get him into the labyrinth, right? And he's like, I'm gonna go fuck some shit up to make the money to buy this lady. And the enemy they throw him against is trees. Yep. They're like, oh yeah, let's establish heavy violence within the first two minutes of it, and then let's have him kill Digimon villains. <laughs> For two episodes. It is true. And it's just like, what the fuck? Like, make them, you know, goblins or elves or... Something else. A minotaur in a fucking labyrinth just makes thematic sense. Mm-hmm. Don't give me ants. That shit's boring as fuck. Yep. And, then and so I thought that was like a lame... Toothpicks. And she's like, yeah. well, who the fuck needs all these toothpicks? I just, I just thought it was lame to be like, yes, your first major enemy in this labyrinth is a fucking tree. Mm-hmm. So the violence, I feel like could they could go harder on the violence. Yeah, I like the violence part. I give that like a solid six. The the sexy part, give it like a one. Uh, I would say would not recommend unless the, it's Peralta. The <laughs> violence part, I give it like a six because they could push it farther, yeah. right? They could push it farther. The sexy part, I would give it like a 
six because like that's that's what that's what it is. It's very clearly it's telling you ahead of time. You read the title. This thing is gonna be sexual. That's just there's no debating it. It, it that half of the purpose of this is an excuse to show some boobies jiggling. It does that. It doesn't go far enough in either direction. I feel like it rides the middle too much, and then it gave us shitty tree monsters. <laughs> and that really is incredibly disappointing. So I feel like if you're in this for the violence, there's better things. And if you're in this for the titties, there's better things. Peralta, this is eh. your thoughts. Hell no. You got you to gotta <laughs> give us your thoughts on it. I d- <laughs> <clears throat> I just watched it because it was on the list. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then I was like, "What were you? What was going through your head other than hell no?" The first episode was like, "Okay, this guy's killing people." I didn't uh-huh. even notice the censor because honestly, I wasn't really paying attention at all because I was like, "I'm not into yeah. violence that doesn't have any purpose." Uh-huh. Like, like when we watched Love of Kill, like I didn't like the violence, but I got like they were trying to kill each other, so yeah. there was a story to it. This was just like. Oh, I'm in a video game and I'm going to kill. Like, I don't have time for that bullshit. Yeah. Um, then when he tried to use all the words how to log out, I thought that was the only scene that was like idiot. <laughs> like, that made me laugh because I was like, that's hella funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but then afterwards, when he was like, oh, you're going to be a slave. I was like, okay, that's very barbaric. And then at the episode ended and then I saw that it was mature and I was like, God fucking shit. Uh I was like, two more episodes, I'll just have to watch two more, and then I'm just gonna shut this shit down. Um, so. But what did you think about the sex slave angle? I. <laughs> Unnecessary. Like, like, I, like don't I know it's, it's it sounds shitty, but like. I mean, if you're into that, which I think one of your friends are into that crap. <laughs> I think a couple like, of them are. At least Vince. <laughs> yeah. um, then sure, I. I yeah. guess don't watch it on Crunchyroll because it's censored. It, yeah, <laughs> I just I just don't understand because it's it, the target market is very clearly one yeah, thing. Yeah, I. If you're gonna do that, just don't pick up the show at all. You know. Yeah, but here we are reviewing it because yeah. mm-hmm. I will probably not watch it unless it I'm on my history and it just decides yeah. to play on its own. <laughs> oh, one thing too that was disappointing. Despite the fact that I think some of these can go too far with it, I feel like this one didn't push the video game aspect enough either. I feel like every once in a while he goes like, bloop, I can see people's stats. Or he'll be like, inspect element, which, you know, eh? But the video gaminess of it didn't really come through with the rest of it either. I feel like it just doesn't do... It's like it's trying to do three different things and it's not good at At any of them. them. It's just like passably okay at all of them. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Can we give negative numbers? No, it's a one, the lowest you can well, go. Then I guess it's one minus. So it's a one for you. Q to the trillion. For me, I'd say it's maybe like a four or five overall. It's like a generous five. Mm. It's fine. It's not the best at any of those things. It's not meant for most people. Yeah. So then do you want to do the Ruby one? Yeah, you like Ruby. Re- Honestly, this whole week I was <laughs> So, so Ruby (laughs) is uh, based off a YouTube property by Rooster Teeth, made by Monty something. I forget his name. Made by Monty. You can just cut out the something. Made by Monty. (laughs) 
Uh, it is about uh, the main character is Ruby Rose, who uh, has a scythe. The, the, the whole point of this academy that she didn't get accepted to because she's too young yet is to be called uh, to be a hunter, which they go out, they beat up bad stuff. Uh, Grimm's. Basically, Grimm's. yeah, yeah, Grimm's. And um, just the story of the four girls. Uh, there's Blake, her, uh, no, it's not her sister. No. Blake is the weird cat girl mm-hmm. that you don't find out as a cat girl until episode three. The thing that I didn't like about the show, just way off topic, is if you've seen the Rooster Teeth version of this, of this uh, property, you've seen Ruby Ice Queendom. Yeah, this is basically just like a, a full rehashing. a full on remake that is just like you. They took Ruby and then and then they just did an anime filter. On yeah, it. they're just like this is gonna be. Like the the fifteen percent higher quality edition. Now, granted, if this goes on for a couple seasons, the last few seasons of the regular Ruby have been like pretty dog shit to look at. Mm-hmm. So the I'm sure the quality difference will be way more noticeable as it goes on. Yeah, but it is pretty much just the same show. And I do feel because they everything that happens in the regular Rooster Teeth happens in this one. Yeah, Ruby goes into the store with her headphones in, gets distracted with the magazine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Monty himself has stated that he got inspired by that from Cowboy Bebop, mm-hmm. where Spike walks into the store pretending he's listening to music, he fights all these people, boom. Uh, the same with uh, the second episode where they're like get sent off into the forest where they got to make their way to get the, the random chess piece. Mm-hmm. That was like one thing that a lot of people pointed out where they're like, we can't fight these monsters. We got to run away. And then they immediately start fighting the monsters. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck was the point? Everything that was wrong with Ruby, Brewster Teeth is the same thing that's wrong with Ice Queendom where... <laughs> Monty had these fights designed, thought of, animated, and he told us the other two guys, figure out how this makes sense. Fucking carries right over. That's my major problem with this one is, like, if you're going to do it, it's like uh, every once in a while, there's like a Star Wars book that comes out that that's basically like a retelling of Star Wars from, you know, one point to another but when they do that, they kind of clean up all the inconsistencies. It's just like uh, we're going to push some of these things under the rug. This is its own kind of thing. They didn't even – I. this is the perfect opportunity to do something yeah, like that. Yeah, they could have did like a whole reimagining. Yeah. Because uh, – It that... doesn't even have to be a whole reimagining. It just has to be like, hey, let's – we can do the exact same thing, but all those problems that we noticed are exist in it at the end of it. Let's let's rewrite some of that stuff. Let's fix that up a little bit. And then we'll throw out the same thing that doesn't have the same problems. But uh-huh. this one has the same problems. This, because uh, one of the characters, one of the side characters, what was his name? John? Yeah. John Ark. He gets accepted to this academy even not knowing anything about dust and the auras. And that West girl, the white one, pointed yeah. out, I was like, how did he get accepted? While in the rooster teeth, that was, they didn't even explained their own magic system so they needed to have someone explain it to the audience like mm-hmm. they're five and then they, they do the same thing here yeah vice yeah and then the same girl the the, the white one is racist towards blake yeah and her people they 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 still kept that in there too 
I think. And I, then they get over it so fast, like where she's like, I guess because we're on a team, I guess you're not as bad as you, your kind is all of a sudden because Yang gave her some shit for it. And it's just like, hmm, all this fucking hate towards these people immediately gets erased because your teammate was like, should give them a chance. You don't know them yet. I've seen a lot of people defend that aspect by being like, well, they have to get over it. It's a hard thing to write. So, like, you just have to buy into it. That's a hard... Fucking Lord of the Rings pulls that shit really well. Because you have, what is it, Um, uh, Gimli and then the, the arrow bitch. There we go. Legolas. Who are racist towards each other. The elves don't like the dwarves. Dwarves don't like the elves. They're fucking racist towards each other immediately. But over the course of the story, they find the thing they really like to do, which is just kill killing or kill, just killing. They like to kill that they start this like competition to see who kills the most, who's who's better at murder. And then eventually they start growing into like, OK, now we're becoming friends through this friendly competition. That's a very clear like they could just copy paste that shit and <laughs> make Legolas a cat girl and like it would work. But yeah. instead, they do this, like, ah, I hate you guys. And then, like, next scene transitions to, never mind. Yeah. I was wrong my entire, my whole, what are they, like, 16, 17? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're under they're 18. 17. Because that was, like, a lot of weirdness that the creators were, like, Yang is my perfect girl. This is the girl that I would want. Yeah. And then they write themselves as characters where they go on a date with the girl. And it's just, like, that is the weirdest fanfic yeah it's a fucking fucking odd. thing ruby is a property just that should have just ended i i feel like they they did squander an opportunity to just like we're gonna take these characters and like the general idea of the plot and we're just gonna redo everything because i feel like i would have preferred we know what ruby is Mm-hmm. It's there. Well, most it's, of us. It's there for anybody to check out at any point, whatever. Like, it might look a little bit shittier. Who gives Way a shit? Shitty. <laughs> it, you know, it's it's fine. The thing that's... Just uh... redo, take the, the same plot idea, like, like okay, there's Grimm's, there's these people that fight them, and then here's Ruby, here's Blake, here's Yang, here's Vice. Uh, they're in a school. Just take those things. Throw them at at somebody who's written a good anime in the past and then make a new thing. And if it looks a little bit different, if it's not as steampunky or whatever, that's fine. If they're not following the same plot points, that's great because it's a whole different thing you can Uh do with it. And instead, they just said, let's remake this and not change much. Yeah, because the character design for Ruby is nice. The characters are cool, but the thing that makes you want to learn more about the characters is fucking lame. Clearly, me and Cruz have history with Ruby. What what did you think, Peralta? You had fresh eyes on this. Well, I actually saw the name before, and I had Mm -hmm. texted my sister. I'm like, this isn't like a new thing. And she goes, no, there's other things. And I was like, okay. But I didn't make the effort to go read about it because I don't really care. Uh... (laughs) I don't know. I took it as like Powderpuff Girls. Yay, girls fighting. Woo. See, I don't even <laughs> think they did that aspect well where it's no. just like women empowerment. Um, There's an aspect of it too that kind of feels like maybe at the time they were like, we're going to do like like uh, 
like anime fairy tale Harry Potter, mm-hmm. and it kind of rides a bunch of different lines without ever committing to one. So I don't know. You were saying that's why I took it as. Um, I think it's pretty. Like mm-hmm. watching it visually, it was pretty. The music kind of went well with in their little scenes. Yeah, the fight music was nice. The fight scenes too are pretty well animated. Well, they were almost exactly like Monty's. Yeah. But I mean, like, the, the clearly mm-hmm. by the production company is just cleaner at doing that. Yeah. Those are the only two things I like. You didn't yeah. like anything else? Not really. I wasn't, again, sold onto, like, I was already looking for what am I going to watch this yeah. week. <laughs> I got it. I was like, so, eh, I got to catch up on One Piece. That's where I was at. So what do you think about Ruby Ice Queendom? If you're a nobody and clueless like me, I would give it like a four. Yeah. I, I, I don't know that my score would be that far off. Yeah, I would say it's a four because, again, it's yeah. almost it's shot basically for shot. something that already exists. Yeah, just the cleaner. One thing, though, like as much as I like that the fight scenes are better animated, they still do that thing where like they needed a reference for like a scooter or a building and you can clearly tell that they just like took a photo of something and then directly traced over it so it doesn't fit the style of anything else in the shot. Yeah, like the fucking weird air blimp thing. Mm-hmm. That thing, there's there's points where they even did, they did the same shortcuts that the fucking Rooster yeah. Teeth did where they just made it go, they just moved it like, it's like, yeah, like the old Hanna-Barbera cartoons where, like, there's a plate of a background and there's a pa- a plate of just, like, a car. And, and the animation is someone physically sliding the car plate over the background. No change in, uh, like, like perspective or, or distance shit, from the object or anything. Yeah, it's that just shit the bothered same me in the forest thing. scene because Ruby's, like, running away looking for Yang. And she just gets smaller because her fucking scythe is like clipping through all the fucking yeah. trees. And the th- the thing too that bothers me the most about that, right? Like I understood when Rooster Teeth did it. That is like as skeleton crew as you can get. There there were like you know at points probably maybe five or six people working on this thing. When it's a production company for an anime, there's not that much of an excuse to do that because. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people on it. Even if they had double the amount of people, even if they had 12 people on there, it should look like the expectation should be that it is better looking. And there's no way that they had 12 people. They probably had a decent number of folks. And so to still be using the same shortcuts that you see in people who are just trying to get something made by basically themselves is a little bit sad. Also, my main criticism of the character design for Ruby is like as much as I like them, it doesn't feel like there's a unifying factor for them. They feel like they feel like they're all from their own like little fairy tales mm-hmm. and they're not a part of the same world because like Ruby Rose doesn't quite look like she's from the same world as Yang. I don't know. Girls are complicated, so to me it was just like fuck it. <laughs> I don't know. To me, it's just like one. This character's got a, like a lot of detail on their clothes, a lot of lines. This character is just very open design, and so it's like they both look nice on their own. I don't <laughs> feel like they come from the same cartoon, so I don't know. Overall, I give it a four. 
Yep. Moving on to Lucifer and the Biscuit Hammer. Yeah. Do you remember this one, Peralta? No, I told you. I was just <laughs> God like, damn it. Do you want me to do God this damn one? it, Peralta. I, dude, I even watched this one dubbed because I was like, I'm done. <laughs> I'm not reading Wait, it. it's dubbed? Yeah, yeah the first oh, three shit, episodes were dubbed. Three, yeah. I was like, fuck it. I'm not even going to try to read gonna, subtitles I was going to do the dub too, but then I was like, yeah, let me do the sub. Do you want me to read this one? I guess. Because this is one that actually, I started watching this one before Sal ever pointed it out to me. Like, before he gave it to us for the week, I'd already seen the episodes. Well, yeah, I sent you a TikTok because I thought it was really funny where yeah. someone dubbed over it. And then and I told you. like, oh, yeah, this is anime. And I was like, that's cool. They didn't ask yeah. you for it. I was showing you a TikTok. Yeah. But uh, so this is a story of a kid named uh, Ami- Amamiya. Yes, Amamiya. Which I is. Uh, they called him Yuhan. No, that's his last name. They call him Amamiya because even the teacher. When she runs at him, or she she drives like the scooter at him, she's yelling like "Ah, oh, Mamiya!" and then he's like, "Oh shit, I'm about to get hit by this lady." But uh, Amamiya is this kid who wakes up with a talking iguana on his chest, and the talking iguana says that he's Noi Crescent, uh, the Lizard Knight, and he's there to uh, because Amamiya is actually also a knight, and he needs to help him save the world from being destroyed by a giant hammer in space controlled by a wizard somewhere and uh initially obviously amamiya just thinks maybe he's going a little bit nuts he eats this lizard out the window where he sees his his new neighbor uh and then he decides to just ignore this lizard that keeps popping up on his shoulder thinking you know whatever this is not a real thing until he encounters a golem which is just this gross gray monster that moves way faster than it looks like it should and tries to kill him. And his neighbor comes to save his life. His neighbor, uh, Ashiha, Asahi, As, yeah, Asahina, yes. His neighbor, Asahina, who is uh, an even more powerful knight who also knows and can see this iguana despite the fact that no one else can. And then eventually they do meet uh, Hengetsu, who is the knight that has a dog. And then the dog is uh, Ludo. And basically, they they have to band together to try to fight uh, these golems and stop this evil wizard from smashing the entire world. Although, uh, it is very clear that Asahina kind of wants the world to be destroyed because apparently she loves it so, so much that she can't stand it existing after she dies. Uh, And she also makes uh, our main character, Amamiya, swear fealty to her in exchange for a kiss. That she eventually gives him at the end of the third episode. The lizard bro? Yeah. Looks like a gator. He does. He actually, yeah, no. I keep saying iguana. He looks yeah. more like a caiman. Looks like a gator. Like a yeah, but caimans are like the tiny crocodiles. Yeah, but they the also ones. have the really long needle like nose. Oh, you got a point, yeah. He just looks like a little gator. He's just, yeah, he's just like a weird fucking lizard. <laughs> but yeah, this is basically just like uh a, an excuse to show some magic fighting. And I thought it was pretty good. I liked it. I think I've seen like the first maybe like five episodes of it. I think there's seven or eight out already. Peralta, but how'd you feel? It was okay. Like I said, I was done. I was just <laughs> like, okay, I'll just watch the three. Uh, I don't know. The lizard showed up, whatever. And I was like, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> That's where my mind went. I was like, okay, we have a lizard. Talking to this kid, this kid throws the lizard, the lizard reappears, and I'm like, why? 
why do I give a fuck mm-hmm. watching this? Um, they they did try to put the grandpa coming in and yeah. like his past. I was already over it, and I was like, I don't give two shits what fucking happened to this child. Just weird because I don't care, grandpa. I don't care. I have no investment for it. It didn't hook me. Um, again, I was like. The first scene is this lizard pops up and I'm like, mm-hmm. because I give a shit about it. Like if I saw a fucking lizard tie me, I would have killed that shit mm-hmm. and be done. I mean, he did try. He yeeted it out the window immediately. I would have chopped the fucking tail off. Like <laughs> some lizards was, can grow them back. This wasn't happening for me. Um, Plus, I think the implication is he can't he me. can't get hurt when he's a lizard, right? Because he he whips that dude at like the wall at multiple times, and at most he just gets back up and he's like, "Don't do that again." Uh-huh. Well, he's, the lizard is tied to him in general because the magic that because isn't <clears throat> isn't what's actually happening is like yes they have these familiars that take the form of animals, but they're not physically present; they're actually in the person. That's the reason why when he gets sick, the lizard gets sick. Uh, when he gets hurt, the lizard gets hurt. And also why doesn't matter how far he throws that lizard, it just pops back up on him because it's mm-hmm. like a an astral projection of because I believe the magic he's using to do things is actually the lizard dude's soul. So I think, yeah. The uh, fact that you have to explain so many things is the reason why I didn't like the show. <laughs> I like the show. I like the I little it. lizard dude. Yeah. I thought it was cool. Just, I like the dog dude too. He's just hanging out doing lizard shit the dog gets real cool uh if you watch like episode i think it's episode four you get more of of the actual dog like not the guy i mean you get more of the dog knight as well but the actual dog he's cool as fuck it's chill dude i just i like it yeah i liked it i thought the golems were kind of lame but kind of cool in like a lame way like weird fish people they gave me like the vibe of like an enemy from like zatch bell which is kind of like, okay. like uh, that one guy from SpongeBob, the one that yes, is just flat. The bully? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought of. Yeah, the flounder? Yep. Yeah. They're pretty cool, though. I like them. I thought the fact that they were fast was a pretty neat little, uh, uh, I don't know, hook. And then I like the, I, I don't know, whenever there's like that thing of like, we have to find an alternate way to fight them. Like, I, I enjoy that. That it was pretty cool. This is that it's definitely not winning any awards. I do think they push a little too hard on trying to make the the girl knight like uh I don't know, like a desirable character. Because it feels like they push She just feels annoying too. Yeah, it feels like they push her in the same way that like my hero pushes uh like Toga. She's boring too. Where they yeah, <laughs> but like they're clearly trying to appeal to like there's an audience for this kind of character that's like you know, dangerous and you do whatever I say and blah, blah, blah. Or they don't have anything else going for them, so that's all they're pushing on. Yeah. <laughs> and so for this one, I feel like they're pushing that kind of character with that girl too much. I don't think that girl's that kind of character. I feel like it's a little too forced. Other than that, I do enjoy this one. Uh, I It's not my favorite. Um, it's certainly not my least favorite. I'd give this one a solid six. Same. It's a four. Okay. Damn. Unfortunately, these are all episodes I will never continue to watch. Damn. <laughs> I'll probably continue Lucifer and the Biscuit Hammer. Uh, the harem in the Labyrinth of Another World is pretty much just porn, and I'm not a yeah. big I'm not a big hentai fan, so Same. 
I mean, maybe maybe I'll tell Vince. Uh, he seems like a hentai kind of guy. Personally, I, tell, I prefer uh, real people. I'll just tell Jacob and Adrian. And Ruby Ice Queendom. <laughs> I feel like I've seen this show already. I definitely have so, seen this show. Uh, yeah, I think the only one that I have a chance at continuing is Lucifer and the Biscuit Hammer. Um, but who knows if I can Was there a Lucifer that. character? Yeah, that's the yeah. name of the girl. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or her, her inner persona is called that. It's not her inner persona. It's who she was before. Mm-hmm. So uh, the... Her inner persona. Yeah. So the guy, Amamiya, <clears throat> the reason why he's tied to the Lizard Knight is because the Lizard Knight is like who he was before. Yeah, I don't care. I just wanted to know if there was a Lucifer. And Lucifer, yeah. it, <laughs> Lucifer is who the girl was before. And that's also the reason why she's like an asshole is because she's also kind of the bad guy. Yep. I didn't get that feel from her. I just didn't like Oh, her. that's some stuff that you don't really get into until like late. The only reason I know that shit is because it's in some of oh. the further episodes. But it's okay. By I'll episode never three, get there really ever. It. Yeah. But honestly, I feel like they could just clip all of like the lizard and the dog moments from this show and it would be like a pretty good comedy. Because they're they're really like as it goes on, they're really good characters. Give this I a, dig them. a six out of ten would recommend to Lynn. I would say six out of ten would probably recommend to uh, probably. I think Jacob would probably like it. That's pretty much it, though. I think we're pretty much done with the episode now. Yep, that is it. Yeah. So uh, remember Dumb to skis. remember <laughs> to check us out <laughs> on Adios. Patreon. We've got some more stuff from Crunchyroll up there. You can see the like the the whole unedited footage of the interviews that Sal did with quite a few people. There's a, a decent lot of yeah. There's a decent amount up there, and then also you get our uh, extra manga show. Other than that, remember to rate and review the show. Uh, you might get your review read here on the show. Check us out on our website, nakamapod.com. Yes. Bye.